Mrs. Sturdipot. Pixie. And it's your favorite cousin. And we are here to talk about some serious um, things that have been going on within the black community here lately. And so this episode is basically, um, we're going to be talking about some of the social injustices and basically giving our opinions and thoughts on it. You know what I'm saying? So um, the first thing I wanted to know is what are your thoughts on generational trauma and how it affects our mental health and well-being? And you should have the um, your definition pulled up. Yeah, I do. Alright, so <coughs> basically this goes it's based around post-traumatic slave syndrome. We're going to give you all the definition of it and how we feel about it. Well, why that's coming up, let me ask you a question. Try to word it right. Okay, I'm saying waiting like what's Yeah, question? I know. <laughs> it, 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 in my head, it looked good, but then I'm trying to say it the right way. Okay. okay. Like, I'm, I'm not even being funny. I ain't trying to make a joke. I just can't. I'm trying to word it right. So, okay. Well, while you're trying to word it correctly, I have a definition for that. Okay. Um, Post-traumatic slave syndrome is referenced to... Uh, it describes the multi-generational trauma experienced by African Americans that leads to an undiagnosed and untreated post-traumatic stress disorder in enslaved Africans and their descendants. Okay. So do you think that, with that definition, do you think that us and those who came behind us and before us are feeling the effects of that? Um, I would I would highly agree with that um, because um, slavery might have ended, but uh, the intent of keeping us how can I put this um, dip, uh, boxed in or um, you know um, just isolated from greatness it extended into our education system it extended into our employment um out programs it, it it extended well beyond uh picking cotton and and picking um you know harvesting food out of the fields and and things of that nature we it, it kind of branched itself and revealed itself in a different manner yeah definitely with that being said we all know our greatness you know what i'm saying mm -hmm. as a people as a whole i think we should be able to rise above that. We can, but... No, we should. Here's what I'm saying. It can happen, but it's a... Uh, you got to think. It's, this is not something that just happened overnight. Right. This is years upon years of fixing. That's so true. You, it, no, excuse me, not fixing, but programming. Mm -hmm. So you have to take just as long, if not longer, to fix it. Well, we need to start fixing it. Here's the thing. Check this out. I and I use this uh, analogy as like how they do with pit bulls, right? When they when they bred bred pit bulls, mm -hmm. what they would do is they would they were trying to weed out the the fight gene, the mean gene, or whatever. So you keep breeding, breeding, breeding until now you get a more docile animal. That's domesticated. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And so that's basically what they did with us. So, starting off, when the males were buck, they was buck-breaking, mm -hmm. stuff like that. You put them on blast in front of his family, and now the mother sees that. 
she doesn't want that to happen to her kids. But what so I'm saying she takes, is, so you're taking a fight out. <clears throat> but what I'm saying is, we understand that. Mm-hmm. We need to go above that. Okay. Not not be docile and be like, well, this is what is going on. This is how life is for us as African Americans. We 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 can't rise above such and such. Yes, we can. Well, I feel I understand exactly what you're saying. But if you look at it, <clears throat> thinking outside the box, um, some of us are just prone to this lifestyle because of the things that are not usually um, allowed at our fingertips. Um, we have some people who make it out of the projects. We have some people who become prominent business owners, um, six-figure individuals. But then you have some that are out here and due to um, lack of education, due to lack of um ability to come off of what some and most people do need is the system we don't have the ability to get to those levels again uh, enslavement has oppressed us in many ways we're not just picking cotton anymore some of us can't get the job we desire because we're passed over for someone who has been grandfathered in by um someone in another um race and they want their loved one or they want their friend or family member or however you want to categorize it to be in that spot even though you have the potential even though you have the 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 common knowledge to perform the job they just don't want to see you with it so there are a lot of people who have been in that situation and because of those things um just don't ever get to the level that they aspire to get to because it's somebody else always delegating who's going to be in that spot you understand what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So, I mean, there are plenty of us who have branched out and moved out of areas like that. But there are some, I mean, like, prime example, and I, and I hate to address this, but <clears throat> Flint, Michigan. We're going on how many years now? About five years with those six. families out here about suffering six. without clean water. And someone might say, hey, why don't you just move? But it ain't that easy. It's not that easy mm -hmm. for some people. If you're only making eleven thousand dollars to fifteen thousand dollars a year, who really can up and make a life changing decision? Yeah. You can. You in that barely, manner, you could barely afford to eat at that point. Exactly, you are yes, living yeah. in poverty. So when you take into all those of, uh, you take all those factors in consideration, it it only allows you to to understand that some of us just don't have the ability to maneuver through life. In those circumstances. And also. Monetary wise. Before, before that though. I want to say this too. Um, you got to think too. We're dealing. Like I said. We're dealing with generational stuff. So how many times have you wanted to do something. And the elder was like. Oh well don't do that. You know what I'm saying. Because right. they done put. They, they're scared. So now they done passed that fear down to you. Fear so now you like. Well man that's grandma. That's granddaddy. <laughs> you know what I'm saying. So now. It must be I right. Gotta, I got to. You know what I'm saying. You following suit. And that so, and what happens? You tell your children that same stuff you was taught. So now you done pass no. that fear down. Listen, listen. You done pass that fear down to the next generation. Mm -hmm. Maybe not intentionally, mm -hmm. but you have done that. But that's all you know. But what but I'm saying is, know. and I agree with both of y'all, everybody makes sense. This is what I'm saying. Is once you realize that's grandma and granddad way that worked for them at that time, mm -hmm. we got to show better for our kids. Okay, now watch this. We can do that for our kids, right? Mm -hmm. But you got to think, our kids ain't the only kids that's out there. So you may be working to send your child on that path, but then you still got millions of others 
that have that same mentality. What they got to do with me? What that's I'm saying is that that's how you make change. You can't... One person by themselves, yeah, that can make change, but that's that one person. And that's that one Imagine, household. imagine if you had a whole community or a whole city, a whole state. That's my point, though. That's, but you, you have to get together. everybody... You can't even get everybody on one accord to choose what exactly. they want to eat. Because another point <laughs> I was about to say is, I'm going to say it, and we all know this, black people hold black people down. I'm just go ahead and put it out there. It's we do. Situations. We hold. Some. We. I'm. Yeah. I'm we not gonna say a hundred percent. I ain't gonna say that. In the same, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. In the same category. But we. We would go a lot further if we supported each other more without hate. Oh, this person right here doing good. Let me find something that mm, I don't like. See, this. You're, don't... you're going against the whole machines, who though? But you know what I'm saying. Oh yeah, I understand that. So what I'm saying is. If people get on this, like, the same mind. It's, um, it's easy to say. It is. It's harder it to is. do. It is. Very because hard. you can it's say like that now, and you can have some people who be with you until they go home and cut on the news. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. True. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because that person has to be strong to enough to maintain the focus right. and stick to the plan. And we all know how easy it is to be distracted. As soon as it get uncomfortable, like man, bump that. I'm going back to where I'm comfortable at. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, think I mean? about in the in the '60s when we when they were protesting. Um, you had some people out there that had the idea, <clears throat> probably in the '50s, but because of fear of, well, I can't afford to lose my job, or I can't you, it, and and so it made the task a lot harder for mm-hmm. it to be accomplished because. Joe want to do it, but Jimmy don't. Jimmy too scared, you know. So now mm-hmm. we have to accept that where we started out with twenty, now these brothers then then decided I can't risk it, and now we back down to five good soldiers. You understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it takes a lot for everybody to commit and stay there. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, their Definitely. protest does not always. It's always look at Colin Kaepernick. It's a lot of gentlemen in the NFL that felt the same way, but because they were too afraid to take a pay cut, they were too afraid that they weren't going to be able to play, they just stood back in silence. But this brother risked it all. He sacrificed his entire yeah. career to prove that point and did not get the recognition for it until, what, two years later? Yeah. And then, I don't think he's still playing. And, and then on top of that, though. Yeah, he still like has this. not played. This man sat there... On many times and told people the reason why he of was course. taking the stance. And you know what they got out of that? Oh, he disrespecting the military. Absolutely. He disrespecting the flag. the flag. He just told you it had nothing to do with that. Right. But you took your own narrative and ran with it. And because you can broadcast your your words because you control it further than he can. Because mm-hmm. he told y'all. Mm-hmm. You can put whatever spin on it you want to. Absolutely. And that's what's going to run. You so know it I'm takes more than one person. Yeah. And you have to have a committee of people willing to fight and lose in the same battle. I'm glad you said that. That's the part right there. People are not ready to lose. That's 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 the part right there. Well, See, everybody has everybody want to win. Yeah, but they're scared to lose. When you take people who fought hard for the little bit that they do have, mm-hmm. why do I want to put all that on the line? That, uh, <laughs> you know true. what I'm saying? That's and true. You know, some people may say, well, you know, okay, it's easy for him. He got millions. 
Right. I'm making thirty thousand a year. I so can't put my underdog. thirty thousand no line. So it's the underdog got to stand up. I mean, it's everybody, man. The, the, no, I'm just yeah, saying, like, yeah. You know that's basically saying? it, man. It's like okay. I don't know if y'all seen the picture. Yeah, the underdog, the middle class, the the rich, you know, the wealthy, however you want to put it. But Mm -hmm. it does not, money should not constitute self-respect, dignity, pride, um, and just downright the right way. But it does, though. And that's why everybody's not on the same page. Exactly. So until we get past the point that material things will not carry us as far as our dignity and self-respect will, mm-hmm. then we won't get any further. In my opinion. That's just my opinion. Okay. No, and I you know agree. What, I agree. Because I'm not calling us lower class. That's not what I'm saying. But well, us regular folk. Yeah. We're regular folk. Different than a black person that got like a million dollars or whatever. They don't understand what we're going through right here. Because they're sitting over here. High and mighty looking above where we have to I can't say that for all because there's some that never forget where they come from. No, no, nothing is nothing is everybody. You know what I'm saying? Nothing is not everybody. But just because we all the same color, don't mean we go through the same struggle. What's that saying? All skin folk ain't your kin folk. And 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 my thing too is I I said that the other day, and if people didn't understand what I was saying, yeah. And at the same time too, that's why I say. You can't expect that from just all black folks. You know what I'm saying? Right. But I'm glad you said that because that leads me to the next question. Do you mm-hmm. believe that once a white person or white people support a black movement, it becomes legitimate? No. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. And my reason for saying no is um, everybody has their reasons for their movements. Mm-hmm. But as long as it matters to who it pertains to, which is us, we are about the movement. The movement is about us. Mm-hmm. If we take it serious and if we are in full um, cooperation with it, then really, to be honest, if nobody else ever joins it. Now, there is a good thing to have allies in other races um, because that's go. where networking, that is where um, the voice, that is where all of that plays a big part in how many people the movement can reach. It's mm-hmm. a good thing. But it doesn't necessarily mean it's a validation for it. Yeah. Right. Definitely. I agree. I agree. I think that. too that um Because let me let me say ahead, something real fast before I forget. Because I agree exactly what she's saying, because like you got you got some people like um if we doing the movement, black people doing something, protesting, whatever, then you got somebody that's white, they be like, I'm with y'all. Power T, I'm with you. I don't I don't give a fuck about that shit. Yeah. Cause like she said, this is we need to be doing this. Now I respect it though. Mm-hmm. I respect your respect. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, like what she said. Yeah, I think if if it's if it's genuine, then it works. Mm-hmm. But I think also a lot of people hop in stuff for okay, how will this benefit me in the long run? Exactly. You know what I'm saying? So exactly. that's when things get misconstrued and, and tied up and stuff like that or they're joining for the wrong reasons mm-hmm. even people that's married to a black person white man with a black woman black the man with a, or the white wife yeah I understand you're supporting whatever it is but you don't really understand what we're talking about I think because you haven't lived that life yeah I think that's I don't think no a white person different. 
Yeah. I don't think. I don't, well, uh, because I, I mean, look, see, I have all had, white people not rich too, but no. I think that situation. Oh no! Nah, when you do interracials, is a little different because, you know, you may not actually go through the actual thing yourself, mm-hmm. but it's just like if you're married to someone who's sickly or they can't do for themselves, you may not be feeling that pain, but you're walking with them through that struggle to help them. You know what I'm saying? And so you do kind of carry that burden a little bit also because, you know, like I said, you don't feel that pain, but their pain, mm. you have to be there for them. You know what I'm saying? That's like, hear me out. No, 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 no it's not because it's, you're, you're there. Listen to what I'm saying. Don't get caught on the, the actual thing. But what I'm saying is when you're walking with somebody through that, you may not see that, but you see how it affects them. So now that affects you. Mm-hmm. You may not have been sick when Big Mama was sick, but watching her in pain hurts you, and you can't do nothing. But that's... just like when your child hurt themselves, you can't fix that. But their pain hurts you, so you're still going through that with them, and even that... though you're not actually going through it yourself. And that word is called empathy. Mm-hmm. That is what you mm-hmm. call empathy. But just take for a moment, think back to your childhood. Think about. Some of the people that we went to school with, I know myself growing Mm -hmm. up and where I grew up at was a predominantly black neighborhood, but I had um, an Asian family out there. We had a interracial family out there. We had a white family out there. And I'm going to be honest with you. um, I feel like it is not us. I feel like it is the system who uh, sets the bar for where we go in life. I feel like everybody lives basically the same. Because mm-hmm. in that child in that neighborhood, those childhood friends, when I would go to their houses and play, we all lived exactly the same. Mm-hmm. We all had same traditional things that we did as a family. Um, where um, a- Asian families, it's cultural for you to not wear shoes in the house. You don't walk on the carpet because it's just traditional for them. Mm-hmm. Um, but <clears throat> we had an interracial family out there. They lived exactly the same way we lived. I honestly feel like it's the system that separates us and categorizes us. And then you have what we call white privilege and all of those things. But a lot of people don't acknowledge it because they don't want to acknowledge racism. But then you have some white or Caucasian people out there who know exactly what we speak of when we say privilege, Mm -hmm. you know, it's Um, not money and it's not money. It's a state of mind. It has more to do with um, the people who sit in high places and how the system is designed to look at you differently. There have been plenty of people, white and black, go to court, same crimes, same judicial system, two totally different outcomes. It is the system that separates us. So I just feel like um, that just sets the bar sometimes for where we are as a people. If we can get the system remotely to... Um, individualize us and not group us in color categories, then we will be a lot further. But that's just my take on it. I could be wrong, but that's just my opinion. I got a question. So with this new voting, I mean, not new voting, but people say vote, 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 vote. Will voting actually bring us together? Like, does it matter who your president is to bring the people together? I'm going to be honest. I think that people put more 
put more uh, state and more emphasis. Yeah, on the on a presidential election. More so, because they looking they're looking at the wrong part when it comes to that. They're looking at the whole. You know what I'm saying? What happens as a whole, but when it really comes to what happens in your community, it's the local votes that really make the difference. You know what I'm saying? Because, okay, yeah, you may be the president of the U.S. You may make, you know, you and the and the government may control whatever y'all feel, you know, is for the for the whole of the nation. But at the same time, when it comes to each state, each city, it's different when you go there. No, what I'm saying is, cause. A lot of, uh, well, I've listened to a lot of black people say, go against, vote for Biden, not Trump, because Trump is a racist. He's just for white folk. Biden, he's more towards the black community, which is kind of stupid, because okay. not really. But what I'm saying is, does it matter who's the president to bring our races together? Yes, I do agree that it mm. does. You think so? Um, in my opinion, um, just take a look back over the past four years. It was fucked up. There have been a lot of people who have been very comfortable mm -hmm. showing their racism yeah. in the past four years. Yeah, um, some people that we never expected, because it, it this these last four years, I don't know about y'all, yeah, but for me, I've oh, I really yeah. had to take in consideration <laughs> of some people that mm -hmm. I had to rethink about mm -hmm. my relationship mm -hmm. and how we stand um, when it came to that and certain topics related to it, because, um, I feel like the president that we have now, because we just, we're getting ready to move into a new presidency, but that our current president made it comfortable, made it easy, uh, with his rhetoric and how he chose to deal with racism and racial diversity. It made them more comfortable about being more open. True. That is true. You know, about, so those people that we felt like had, you know, and, and please, Excuse me, but I'm going to say this. These white sheets across their head. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. We didn't know that some of them were actually our doctors. We didn't know that some of them were our school, our teachers. school teachers. We didn't know that these people who normally would have kept these comments to themselves felt the need to express themselves because they felt they would be able to get it out without having to be faced with any ridicule or penalty for it. Yeah. You know, that so I do believe that who we have as a president determines the nature um, of and or the climate of this country. Makes sense. I can do that. Like I, I, I agree sense. with that, and you know what I'm saying. Yeah, I agree with that. I yeah, agree. me too. Like, I mean, you just look at the it was just a question. Yeah. It makes sense. Yeah, I'm though, looking you know at it, I'm looking at the the presidential thing different as far as like how policies policies and stuff get dictated. You know what I'm saying. Because when I look at that, I look at it as a whole, like, okay, you live in a housing community, right? Mm -hmm. All right, let's say you got the HOA. They say, hey, you can't do this on the outside of the house. Okay, I look at them like the, just say the, the president of the United States, right? Just this analogy. Mm -hmm. And then you the may ballot. have, yeah. Okay, so let's say within that housing community, you have different sections, right? Mm -hmm. Those could be considered different states. So... This section may do something different from this section. But then within them communities, you have houses. Those are cities. 
they do something a little different. You know what I'm saying? Because mm. when you go in someone's house, you know what I mean? They may say, okay, the neighborhood, but hey, if I'm the parent and I run this house, guess what? I'm the president. I run this. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I don't care what they say out there. What I say in here is what makes the difference. Okay. Sidebar. Do y'all think with Biden coming in, it's going to be anything less different than Trump? Because, like, hold on. I'm, like what she just said, uh, good ass point. You feel me? They already, the racist people already showing their colors. They already out. So, even with Biden coming in and with um, the lady, uh, um, whatever her name is. Kamala Harris. Do you think the racist people are going to start to go back Kamala up? Harris, no. You know what I'm saying? So no. That, so, have, what, what I'm what saying is. was there a time that they ever have, though? That's my point. You know what I'm saying? That was my Because point. once you, see, it takes 21 days to form a habit. So, once <laughs> you get stuck in your ways. You're not going to just be like, oh, okay, well, well, shoot. They don't put a new street sign up. Let me actually start stopping. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You're going to have to tell the time yeah. for not stopping at that stop yeah. sign. It's going to take that first ticket for you to be like, oh, damn, okay, maybe I should start right. stopping. So is is not Y'all think anybody's going to change thing. things? Um, I think the change has already started. Oh, um, In my opinion, um, I think. Because it still got to go through Congress. Well, see, that's the thing, and 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 I believe um, you have a question more related to that. Um, I feel like if we were knowledgeable about how this system works mm-hmm. and how voting works, um, a lot of things that we expect from the president, it doesn't come from the president. It comes from your local legislator. It comes from your community leaders, and you all as well as some people I know in my family, have to get it out of your mind that voting every four years makes a difference. Mm -hmm. There are other elections outside of those presidential elections, and that is where sometimes we miss the bar. Mm -hmm. And I want to say that because it bothers me when I hear, especially our kind, saying that Obama didn't do anything for us. And it wasn't because he, he didn't want to. He couldn't. Because where you all crowded the voter uh, registration offices and you all crowded that vote that day, those two terms, and went out there and voted for him, you did not go back out and vote for anything else that would solidify him in his presidency to make things move, shake, and change. Mm -hmm. I did my part. The House (laughs) was never represented for us. You all allowed Republicans to take over and block him at every angle possible. But we have to consider if you're not knowledgeable about these things, then you will miss the mark. So getting knowledgeable about that will help us all. Mm -hmm. That's her own video right there. Her look. For real. I mean, I'm just saying. She just made, hey, that just. Put that little clip, boom. Like right now, they, they got two seats. I think two um for Georgia. Mm-hmm. Um, they 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 are running, and I believe coming up in a couple more months, and they have already. Republicans have already started trying to rally up Republican voters to get back out there and keep those seats. Why? So that Biden cannot change anything. Because if they say no, we can't go any further with it, unless he's just gonna break the law. 
and 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 mandate things and and and, and not do it you know legally but mm-hmm. you have to have you know the ability to make things change but without those seats and those delegates everybody it, it just doesn't work and that was what obama's problem was and he you know he just released a book mm-hmm. um so they he talks about that in the book so you know for all of you saying that you know, he didn't do anything for us. Think about for a moment. You know, if you did you go back out and vote again? And I think also Stop chasing that stimulus check too. I think oh I'm gonna get to that in a minute. Get to work. Also, go to work. One of Shit. the um one of the problems that we have too is that we expect everything to happen instantly. Like people feel like, okay, you're in the office, it's your first day. Hey look. And and I think the changes people expect to make to it are mostly just monetary changes. Mm-hmm. All right, well, you in there now. Hey, look, I need to be a millionaire by the end of the year. Bro, that ain't how it works. <laughs> that's how they look at Obama on the Obama. You know what I'm saying? Black yeah, people, absolutely. I ain't going to say all, but black people, we got a black president, so he about to make the black people come up. Let's see, here's, really? then, now here's the problem really? with that. But I mean, look how many of our brothers and sisters mm-hmm. who've been released from prison that is true. Yeah. Look how many yeah, of our brothers and sisters were able to you know do what? great things in I'm, this election because he restored their ability to be able to vote. I'm glad you said that. It's so much. That's a good thing on that end. But then you got other stuff on this end. Like you said, not going to happen overnight. Mm-hmm. It takes time. And then it'll just be like, oh, I'm going to elect the president and fix all this shit. Homelessness. Well, actually, he, he did kind of fix that a little bit. But here's the thing, too. People forget. <coughs> I'm sorry, all right. Here's the <laughs> thing, too, that people, today. that people forget. Yeah. Yeah, you can change the president, but your mind state is still the same. Right. Your mind yeah. ain't changed. So it don't matter what president is in there. If you ain't trying to better yourself, you're not going to get anywhere. You think I care... Who's in the White House? I still got bills to be paid. Right? <laughs> right. I need to make sure that right. my family can eat at the end of the I'm day. Still life going for to me work. did not change drastically because we got voted. Exactly. We voted in a Republican uh, president after Obama, yeah. Donald Trump. My life did not end. I still had a family to care for. Mm-hmm. I still had a job that I had to perform. Um, certain things just didn't. It didn't even bother me to that point where I had to rethink living. And we're still paying taxes. Yeah. I mean, some things, I'm still a citizen. I'm still required to Mm -hmm. pay taxes, file them, you know, all of that stuff. So, I mean, it's your state of mind. I wish I was on that Armageddon show because they ain't got to pay taxes. I wish I was with them. Yeah, but anyway, so. (laughs) No, for real, they ain't got to pay taxes no more. I don't even know what the Armageddon show is. The movie, Armageddon, Bruce Willis. I know you know that movie. I've seen it. It's been a long time, Bro. so I can't even tell you anything yeah, about it. But. But, oh, my God. You know what I'm saying? How many of them actually made it back, though? But anyway. Five of them. Yeah, and they start off with like 12, right? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right, so. Okay. Uh, I will definitely want to talk about this one. Should police be defunded? No. And... I don't, I don't like the word defunded because it sends out the wrong impression when there's actually... Not defunding is actually, I guess, re reassessing, I would want to say. I know what you try to ask, and I'm going to go ahead and jump into it about this police thing. The way police treat 
our kind with excessive force is we 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 all feel we feel a certain way about that. You know what I'm saying? But the police force as a unit can't be judged. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's it's them it's them people. It's that person that did it, that character, or the ones that watch it and allowed it. But police force as a whole, you can't judge that. I'm gonna tell you why. And a lot of black people don't understand this shit too. I yeah, I said it. If your grandmama house was getting broke into, would you not want somebody watching or a neighbor call the cops real quick? Or you gonna be like, man, fuck the police, man, cause they just treat us wrong. It doesn't make sense. Foster D, nah, man. Look, they, get out, get out, get out. The well, I know what you're talking about. Nah, it just what needs to happen is the the um the departments, the, the police departments needs to retrain their people on what is uh compliant with force and what's not. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, guess what? That still might not work because. If it's in that person's head that he want to just throw somebody to the ground, he's just going to do that shit. It ain't got nothing to do with training or money or nothing. It's that person's mentality. Yeah. That's how I feel about it. I think it's a double-edged sword. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because on one end, you're saying, you know, we say, okay, we can't judge the whole police force by what one officer did or two or three however many. But at the same time, they judge us that same way. But we can't look at it like I, that, though. Now, hear what I'm saying. They judge us that same way. That is true. So, we could, you could live in a neighborhood where somebody may be selling drugs or got a high crime rate. That doesn't make you a criminal. Right. But if they had to come see you, they're going to treat you as such. That is true. Even if you don't carry yourself that way. So, it's hard to say, okay, if... If you, if my whole the neighborhood I grew, um, I live in, due to circumstance, is this way, but I'm not that way. But you come in here and treat me that way. So why would you expect me not to look at all y'all in the same light? No, you're right. It's it's hard not to. <clears throat> you know I, what I'm saying? Well, I'm I'm gonna say, then this is just my personal opinion. Mm-hmm. I don't feel like the police department needs to be defunded, and I don't feel like it's a double headed sword. Mm-hmm. What I do feel is that. Everybody should take the opportunity to look in your city and see what the pain rate for your if, if your city, surrounding cities, or even mm-hmm. your entire state, and see what the starting pay is for a police officer. Um, am I an advocate for police officers? No, I'm not. Mm-hmm. Because I've seen too many inconsistencies um, to my people um, and people who don't look like me. Um, mm-hmm. We have endured the bulk of it. But there are other races out there who have lost loved ones to Mm -hmm. police brutality as well. And we're not going to overlook that. I'm not going to overlook that. What I do think is that just like any other job, the stress of not being able to financially um, secure your, your family off of what you bring home, I feel like they should reevaluate, like he said, they should reevaluate the funding as a whole. I feel like there should be certain requirements. Um, I I know personally a few officers when I was growing up that said that they um, came, there were scenes that they had to come to that just 
change their lives. Um, a lot of people don't shake that. Mm-hmm. You know, um, seeing people dismembered. Um, those things play with your mind. In addition to how you were raised, how you view people, I feel like um, there should be a mandatory mental evaluation in the beginning. I feel like that should come every year. I feel like there should be routine trainings. And and um, one of those things is um, problem solving with how to de-escalate situations mm-hmm. instead of antagonize the situation. I feel like all of those things play a big part into being a great officer. And I feel like if they had more funding for that, which is something that's going to come from higher, because if you're looking at the starting rate, I believe here uh, where we are right now in the city of Suffolk, the starting pay rate for a police officer is like 26,000, 27,000. That's not a lot. No, it's not. That's not a lot for you to be out here risking your risking life. Your life. Yeah. It's not a lot. Too. You know, and then those extra stresses on the job. And like I said, we don't know because there have been police officers that have moved from other states because of just bad policing. And they can't be police officers there anymore. But they're in the field. And so they just move somewhere else. And nobody takes the time to evaluate the history or the psychological mindset of that person. And they bring that issue from another state here. So I feel like it's just as a whole, it just needs to be evaluated. And the funding needs to be put more into um, the mental state of mind of a police officer. I know I work in on jobs where we had monthly trainings and we had yearly trainings. And if we did not do those trainings, we could not perform our job duties. And I feel mm-hmm. like that needs to be something that is considered for any first responder um, or medical personnel. Because we the same people that we that patch us up, we don't know how they feel about us while we land on that table. Right, you that's know, so scary and that's me. very scary to that's know that your life is in the hands me. of a surgeon who might who may be going through a divorce. At right, the and just yeah, mentally, it's just and there are a lot of components to life, mm-hmm. and yeah, I think right. all of that should be considered. But do I think the police should be defunded? Absolutely so not. So do you think I'm gonna add some with um one way like us. I can't remember where I seen it at, but they said one way you can, what may help with some of the stresses is every couple years, just take them off the beat. You know what I'm saying? So let's say if you're an officer and you've been, you've been working a strip for two years. Okay. Now these next two years, you're going to be at a desk. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I know they'll probably hate it, but it it's should like. be more than two years though. But no, be, what I'm saying. I mean, I mean, I'm less, saying less, switch, switch, yeah, switch, just switching it up. But I'm saying less than that. But see, you may not. Have you know have the person that'll switch out there often, but you want to give it some time to say, okay, well, look, these next two years you may hate it, but you're gonna be on the desk job because you need to get your mind, you know, mm-hmm. refocus your mind, reset right. your mind, you know what I'm saying? But before I lose this thought, which uh, we were talking about, you were talking about about the funding part, another thing that needs to happen with these police officers is accountability, too, though, True. because. Y'all, y'all, y'all know it was like a stream of just the officer over here slammed this dude, killed this dude next. I mean, it was just a stream of shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But nobody was being held accountable. Yeah, you get here, they might get a case. They might this and that. Their supervisors thinking about what's gonna happen. No, 
police officers need to be held accountable. So, and make an example. You know what I'm saying? If this police officer fucked up with excessive, oh, I could, shit, with excessive force and shit, hold him accountable. That way, this nigga that think like, I shouldn't do this. <clears throat> Someone said you know instead saying? of the state paying for it, then they should sacrifice their pension. That's true mm-hmm. too. You know, I honestly feel like sometimes if nothing else makes us stop and evaluate life, our pockets do. Yes, ma'am. Hell or, yeah. Check this out. Put them in jail. Certain jobs, when the employee mess up, mm-hmm. the supervisors get held responsible. For right. You know what I'm saying? True. So true. it's like, okay, well, I tell you what. If you have an officer or somebody who has a certain amount of complaints within a few years, why are they still in these streets? Mm-hmm. Okay, well, since the police chief don't want to get in there, Mr. Mayor. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's when the governor, you come yeah. down, Mr. Mayor. I tell you what, you got about six months to clean house and get stuff right, mm-hmm. or you're going to be held accountable for this. But I'm going I'm to I'm I'm switch y'all up for a minute and, and take mm-hmm. that back to going out and voting in your communities. True. Because I don't know <laughs> if you're realizing it, but there are certain states that mm-hmm. police police officers cannot be held responsible legally. Mm-hmm. I'm just listening. I'm, I'm, I'm they cannot sure be going. held responsible legally. For what? For things like what we've seen, like George Floyd. Um, there are laws that prevent them from being sued personally. <laughs> Fuck them states. Exactly. But if you get out there and you vote, and you make your voices heard, we can change a lot of those laws. And that's where the accountability the right starts. Place, yeah. We put the right people in the right places to say, no, I don't think that's fair. Mm-hmm. Makes sense, man. You know what I'm saying? But it's, you know, it all, it, and, you know, to me, it all goes back to mentality. Mm-hmm. You got to get people mind. But that, people have to believe it's worth that, it. Yeah, and that's, and you know what? I want to say that too. Do you think the lack of, let's go back to us for a minute. Do you think the lack of hope is what destroys a lot of us as black people? Because we don't see a future for us. Like we're told at a young age, we're told at a young age, you know what I'm saying? And I'm sure we've all heard this. Oh, well, you know, you'd be lucky if you make it past 18. You'd be lucky if you make it to 21. I got it easier than that. But see, here's the thing. When you look at that, they teach us live for the day because tomorrow ain't promised. You know what they teach other coaches? Plan for your next 20 years. Mm-hmm. Plan for your next 40 years. That's why so many of us, especially our elders, they, they're 65. They pass retirement age still working because they didn't know, okay, look, if I invest this money now at 20, by the time I'm 40, hey, I'll have this. If I invest this for my kids at the age of 10, by the time they're 30, they'll have this mm-hmm. because we're always taught, hey, YOLO. So I feel like if in that sense, accountability and confidence starts within the home. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's, your, it's the parent's job to build that in their children so that they can go out there and perform it. Mm-hmm. If you're not teaching your kids to be confident, if you're not telling your kids every day, you are great, you can mm-hmm. do this, you will become something, then guess what? They'll go out here in this world and not think they're capable of doing it. Hey, let me tell you something. What she just said, you have to do that. I tell my son that every 
day. That boy gets on my nerves playing that goddamn Fortnite, Minecraft, whatever. <clears> but that boy is a gamer. You know what I'm saying? And he be coming up with ideas and talking to me. You know what? I listen. I'm like, you know what? Yeah. I'm going to send you to school to do what you like. You're going to be somebody. You're going to be great at playing this game. But for right now, get out my face. But you know what? The funny thing about that is, <laughs> my husband and I sat back and watched a special. Six kids mm -hmm. turned into millionaires before they were even 13 years old playing Fortnite. My son just told me Gaming. Mm -hmm. I mean, <laughs> they have made more money winning one contest, one gaming contest, and their parents both combined working for the past 20 years. And see the thing too. So it's it's all in what you teach your children to do. Mm -hmm. If you tell your son, hey, you know what? You can make some good money off of this if you get good with this. And yeah. then instead yeah. of just allowing him to do it freely. Yeah. And, and, and build your kids' confidence how, up too. Yeah. Build you your kids' confidence up. to get to, <laughs> to that point, at least look up something and try to help. You know what I'm saying? Because mm -hmm. that makes a difference. Like out the window are the days of, okay, Yo, you got to work a nine to five in order to get this. Man, there's so many ways to do things now. You know what I'm saying? Yep. And I think that once we get past that and more people start doing that also, then you'll start getting past the post-traumatic slave syndrome. Because now everybody's seeing differently. You know what I'm saying? But like you said, it takes a community to make but it that happen. But the parents out there who say it can't happen, the same way you can get online... And look up who in the next versus battle is the same way you can get on Google and look up some stuff. You know what I'm saying? So it's that no is excuse, true. Though. Yeah, because I mean, I tell no my excuse. kids all the time: you do what it, what you want to do. Mm -hmm. People put time and energy into things that they think is important, Thank not you. what's really gonna be beneficial, but just what they have the mindset to be involved in. You know, but the same energy you put into, like, I, like what would your parents used to tell you back in the day? I hope you know that school where, like, you know them songs on the radio. It's the I, same oh thing. My, it no. is the same <laughs> thing. And you have to take yep. that mentality and put it towards business. Mm -hmm. The same way you, the same amount of time you spend um, bull driving mm -hmm. is the same amount of time you're going to have to put into being about your money. Definitely. I fully agree with that, man. And um, on that note, yep. before we get out of here, last thing okay. I want to say, man, to anybody is be the difference. Don't yeah. wait. You know what I'm saying? Like, I hear so many people, who will be the next Martin Luther King? Who will be the next Malcolm? You be them. Don't wait for nobody else to do it. You be them. I got one better than that. Blind instead, the blind. Instead of being the next Malcolm or Martin, be yourself. why don't you be the next individual under your own name? And set the bar mm -hmm. for yourself. Because Malcolm and Martin have already put their yeah, names do do. down in the books. Solidified. They, 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 they have already solidified their spaces in history. Why don't you be the next Michael? Or T.O. Karen? Or Karen. T.O. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> you know? Because, I mean, it, hey, we everything, you know, when it comes to Karen, it ain't always what we see on social media about these, <laughs> these raging bull, coffee-drinking nah, women. Nah, how we here, know what Karen you know, is. But, hey, you know, it's a lot of black women out there named Karen, Karen, you know. Uh, Why Kamala's, Karen? You know, my children, Sheree's, Ayana's. Oh, I mean, 
it's 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 so much more to it. So why don't you be the difference? And link up and two yeah, also man, um <laughs> link up with some of the uh the people in your area that's doing positive stuff. Absolutely. Man. You know what I'm saying? Like it's a it's as much of the negativity you see is just as much positivity, if not more. But we just don't focus on that because we all know negativity is what what drives us. You yep, know what I'm so saying? That's what gets the attention. Be so. the next you. Yep. Right. On that note, we are out. 757, we love you, baby. Mr. Sturdy Pot. Girl, Pixie. Cousin. Peace.